This is Physician to Physician Plant-Based Nutrition. I'm Tracy Cushing, an emergency medicine physician. I'm also a mom, a wife, four-time Ironman, and I've been plant-based for 11 years. And I'm Eden English. I'm an internal medicine physician, a hiker, a ski boarder, a mom, and I've been vegan for the last five years. We're passionate about helping other doctors learn the science behind plant-based eating so they can help their patients develop sustainable, healthy eating habits. Each episode, we're breaking down the science behind plant-based eating and answering the questions we know most doctors have and most patients ask. Hi, Eden. Hey, Tracy. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. So... One of the things that we wanted to chat about for this bonus episode was how to help people that are brand new to this. So just transitioning, don't know what a vegan meal looks like. So Tracy, give us some ideas. Tell us a couple of things that you think are quick and easy to eat during the week and that were easy when you first transitioned. I think my first piece of advice is try to turn the things you are already eating into plant-based meals because that will be the easiest transition for folks. So if you have pasta three nights a week, that's something you can very easily make plant-based. And so a pesto with pasta is something that we love at least probably once a week. And if you make a pesto sauce ahead of time, it's real easy to have on hand. And so we just use pesto with no Parmesan in it, but with lots of garlic and olive oil and basil, and it's delicious. Gotham Greens is one that I really like that you can just buy pre-made or make your own. And we use chickpea pasta for the protein so that we get a little bit of bang for buck there. Another option is lots of folks do like Taco Tuesday or Taco Bar, and that's a really easy thing to make plant-based. Basically, you're plant-based cheese and sour cream, but everything else can be your beans, your rice, your lettuce, tomato, avocado, all that stuff is already plant-based. And then if folks feel they really want some quote-unquote meat in their taco, you can try some crumbles. Gardein makes some, Beyond Meat makes some, and that you can have a meat substitute in your tacos. And then in the wintertime, I really love just stews and soups that you can make in your crock pot that don't require a ton of effort. And any hearty super stew that has a ton of veggies and some lentils or beans for protein. And then you can just throw it over some quinoa when you're ready to eat it for a little more nutritional bang for buck is really pretty easy. And I love my crock pot in the winter time. So last night, for example, I had a curried carrot soup that had about five ingredients and took me about the peeling the carrots honestly is what took me the longest of the whole recipe. And it was delish. And the family really enjoyed it. So how about you, Eden? What are some of your go-to simple, quick weeknight meals? I got to say what you just said made me think of this curried carrot and sweet potato soup that my husband makes. It's just phenomenal. We actually freeze dry it and take it camping with us all the time too and throw avocados and quinoa in there, which really packs a protein and fiber punch. So that's great. And if we're at home eating it, we do a grilled cheese, which to your point about making things that you're used to, grilled cheese is standard comfort food. And Vegan cheese is great. It is a little tougher to melt because it doesn't have the moisture. So if you cook it in a closed container, put a lid on your pan when you're making a vegan grilled cheese. It melts that cheese faster. But vegan butter is out there and you can slather that on, put a ton of cheese in there. You can have a fantastic grilled cheese. Dipping it in the carrot and sweet potato soup is just perfect. We also do something similar to taco night. So we have tater tachos, which are loaded tater tots. So like loaded cheese fries 
back in the day, but tater tots have a little bit more texture. They keep the stuff together. You can throw straight chili on top, or you can put fake meat, fake beans, fake cheese, put some salsa, put some avocados to make yourself feel like you're a little healthier. Really, it is not the healthiest meal, but it's a great one. And then we can't leave out all the burgers and sandwiches. So all of the burger nights, chicken sandwich night, those are super easy to do with vegan subs. And just depending on where you are with your palate, my kids initially would only eat Beyond Burgers as the vegan sub. The healthier way to go is a black bean burger, but a Beyond Burger tastes a lot more like the regular beef burger that you're used to. And it is healthier than that beef burger. So anywhere in the transition is good for you. Eat whichever burger. What we do now is actually it's the one meal that we do have two different kinds of meals because it doesn't matter to us which kind of patty we're putting in the pan. So we feed Beyond to my children and black bean burgers for my husband and I. But we also do chicken sandwich night all the time. They have a million different kinds of chicken patties in the freezer section, grilled or frozen. They have either soy products or ones that come from chickpeas or other things. So whatever your particular allergy or intolerance is, you can find one that actually tastes just like chicken and make a quick sandwich. Have maybe some roasted vegetables instead of fries on the side. We try to keep it a little healthier, but we're not perfect. We eat all kinds of stuff. Give I'm a... I've moved away from the burger substitutes pretty much. I was never a big burger person anyway, but I do tend to indulge in the fake chicken arena. The impossible chicken nuggets are phenomenal. And if you have a picky kid who like will only eat chicken nuggets, go get yourself impossible nuggets and an air fryer and your kid will not be able to tell the difference. I promise. The other things I really like, Jack and Annie's makes a jackfruit patty that's really good. And then Needy, if you haven't tried them, they are a mushroom-based patty that tastes frighteningly like chicken. <laughs> and, and again, you can pop it in the air fryer, super easy to make, and then make some mixed veggies on the side and you have a nice meal. So a couple of shout outs to those brands that are really good and easy to make. I do have to say we love our air fryer and especially for chicken nuggets, but any kind of, they actually have some crab cakes too that are really delicious. So they have all kinds of vegan sort of substitutes in the freezer section. Tracy, what do you do for breakfast and lunch? Give us a couple of suggestions there. I am not a big breakfast person, so I tend to eat breakfast for lunch. It's usually about that time. And I'm a big smoothie person and I just love my fruit and kale smoothies, which I make with Mostly soy milk, sometimes oat milk, a little bit of vegan protein powder and a banana. And then depending on the smoothie, plus minus peanut butter. And then I just have variations on that theme like every day. And there's about a thousand different smoothies you can make. Pina colada, berry, chocolate, whatever. I do love, we have a oatmeal, a carrot cake oatmeal recipe that we got from Oshi Glows that is just unbelievable. And you can make a pan of it and keep it for the whole week. And so that's another uh, breakfast thing that we love. We love overnight oats and like stuff you don't have to deal with too much. And then occasionally I buy the the Bob's gluten-free pancake mix when I feel like a nicer, I'm definitely on the sweet, not savory side. You'll notice there were like no omelets, no like <laughs> breakfast burritos. I definitely tend to be on the sweet side of breakfast. So how about you, Eden? We love overnight oats. Sometimes I'm not even able to deal with that the night before. So there's nothing for me for breakfast. I'm a little bit more savory. I love a bagel and cream cheese. I love an everything bagel. So you get some seeds on it, whole grain if possible. Miyoko's is my go-to. They make this cheese wheel. It's not supposed to be cream cheese, but it is perfect for the top of my bagel. But I also love they have tons of vegan cream cheeses out there. So having a bagel and cream cheese, I feel is not the end of the world for my breakfast. 
do love the overnight oats. For the weekends, we do a really nice tofu scramble. You can throw all kinds of stuff in it to have extra veg. If the kids like it plain, we just have it with plain. And you can find a million recipes for it online. It really doesn't matter. Ours has avocado oil. They usually have nooch, which I know Tracy hates, but that's optional. Turmeric is really what you put in it that one is really healthy for you, but it also helps the tofu color up and dry out a little bit. So it's more of an egg consistency. But we play around with all kinds of different things. We also love, they have tons of vegan biscuits. You can easily make vegan scones. You can make frittatas and like anything that you've made for breakfast that is that has eggs in it, you can substitute either tofu or they have just egg, which is a mung bean product that makes a great omelet or a great egg sandwich. We also have five different egg sandwich recipes that we have for breakfast, usually on the weekends. They don't take long, but they take 10 minutes, which is more time than we have during our week. So we do mix it up a lot and we have two teenagers and they like the egg stuff on the weekends. So we make all kinds of different tofu egg products, but we do mix it up and don't feel deprived at all. And I think there is a little bit of a learning curve. Tofu is a little scary to people who have never cooked with it. I have like decades of cooking with tofu experience. And so I take it for granted that you're like, oh, just make a tofu scramble. It can, there's a learning curve, no doubt. The turmeric, basically add it until it looks like eggs and then you'll know you're on the right track. It should be that like robust yellow color. But if you're transitioning, just egg is a great product. It's egg yolks basically already liquefied for you. And so you just pour it in there and scramble it up just like you would a regular egg. So that can be a great kind of transition. But there's vegan breakfast patties and breakfast sausages and all kinds of substitutes there. We love sometimes a, a nice breakfast burrito with just potatoes and beans and avocado. And that's just amazing and totally plant-based. I think using ingredients you're already comfortable with is sometimes easier than just like buying a brick of tofu and being like, what do I do with this thing? But that being said, another shout out for Mark Reinfeld's 30 minute vegan cookbook. It really is 30 minutes and usually very detailed and prep instructions of how to do that. And so that it's a nice transition cookbook for folks. And with lunches, I tend to, because we're always in a hurry for lunch, right? If we're working and we only have a second, it is important to bring something. Grabbing and go is tricky, though there are tons of places. Happy Cow can tell you which fast food places can make a sandwich for you. Sandwiches are a great option. They have all kinds of fake vegan lunch meat. I'm a big PBJ girl, too. When I'm in a hurry, I pack a PBJ for myself, and it's actually a great lunch. Like You can make it on whole grain bread, again, with nuts or seeds, have healthy, healthier peanut butter, have either fresh jelly or even like putting fresh fruit and peanut butter is a great lunch. If I am at home and have a few minutes, I love making an avocado toast for lunch just because it's so versatile. The avocado gives you the fat, the protein, the fiber you need. Plus, you can put anything else on it, more nuts and seeds on top, salt, spices. You can make it a little bit sweet or a little bit savory. I usually just add tomatoes, pepitas, and chia seeds to my avocado toast for my lunch. But it really is a versatile option, and you can do a lot of things with it. Do you have any lunch favorites, Tracy? If you're looking for an easy seed addition, the Trader Joe's everything but the bagel seed mix is like an everything bagel in a jar that you nice. can shake onto your salad and or top your cream cheese with it. It's awesome. So definitely get yourself a bottle of that. Put it on salads. It's really good. I am a huge hummus person. I love hummus. And I just usually love like a big salad with some hummus, maybe some falafel, maybe a couple of vegan grape leaves if I have them. Maybe some you can cube some tofu ahead of time and toss it in the salad. Lots of sunflower seeds, maybe some nuts. 
and or hummus wraps with just veggies and hummus and a wrap and roll it up and it takes 60 seconds to make and it's a pretty hearty lunch. We do enjoy hummus and we wrap that in all kinds of things. That's one of our other favorite camping foods is to bring, but it really is a virtual food and so healthy because it does have the fiber and the protein and everything you need. So it packs a big punch and it has some calories too. Remember when you're transitioning, that's one of the biggest mistakes I think people make is they just take their regular diet and cut out all of the meat and dairy. And what you end up with is lettuce. And that is not enough to sustain life. So you really have to focus on adding some calories back when you take the animal products out. And the great ways to do that are the legumes and then nuts and seeds, avocados, things like that. It's not about necessarily finding a protein source for your meal, but it is important to find a calorie source for your meal, preferably something that does have a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat, a little bit of fiber, that kind of thing. And let's not forget fruit. I have like probably three or four servings of fresh fruit a day, at least two at breakfast, at least one as a snack. And I just try to have, because I love fruit and it's so good for you and it's so delicious. And especially when it's in season, I don't feel guilty about eating it from the farmer's market. Just right now we're working through a case of Palisade peaches and we're very happy with our peaches. Yum, yum. But local and seasonal as well, right? Whenever, again, what you can get at the farmer's market, maybe go challenge yourself to try a new thing from the farmer's market once a week. And that can be a fun way to discover new foods and new recipes by cooking with something you've no experience with. It definitely can be. And keeping it, keeping your options open, keep experimenting, keep trying new things. And remember, if you buy something like a case of Palisade peaches, freezing fruits and vegetables is great. And it doesn't damage the fruit, the food in any significant way. So if you have extra fruit, you can freeze it yourself if you've got extra produce or buying off-season the frozen fruits and vegetables is actually the best way to preserve food and to keep most of the health benefits intact. If it's not in season for you, hit the freezer section and you can find some good options there. Or just make 10 cobblers and indulge yourselves in that. And you can also freeze cobbler. <laughs> That's very true. And we did with that, we didn't mention what we eat for dessert. What's your favorite vegan dessert, Tracy? Oh gosh. So I am a chocolate person through and through. And so really anything chocolate, we do a lot of cupcakes here. Uh, vegan cupcakes take over the world. I think I've mentioned that cookbook is like my go-to and we've made almost every cupcake in that book. And my husband makes really delicious gluten-free peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. And those are just phenomenal. How about you, Eden? What's your dessert go-to? I really live in the moment. So we've had, we love the, the vegan cupcakes book. We've vegan pie in the sky, like all kinds of books. And we've baked all kinds of things. We have the two teenagers, like I said. So we've done a lot. Right now we've gotten into, and he found it on Insta somewhere, but taking two Whole Foods vegan chocolate chip cookies and then slicing the bottom of an ice cream pint off. So you have a circular slice of that, making your own ice cream sandwich. So we can make several of these for the whole family. They're phenomenal. And the freshness of the cookie with the freshness of the ice cream, it's really just to die for. So you can do all kinds of things because if you go to Whole Food or really any of these places, they have, they're have they starting to have vegan baked goods now and they're labeled vegan and easy to find. There's also tons of vegan bakeries or you can bake it yourself. They have tons of vegan ice creams. Not the healthiest in the world, but we all need an indulgence every now and then. So having some vegan ice cream in your fridge is not a bad thing. And there's now a Van Leeuwen up here in Boulder. So they typically always have a vegan flavor on their menu. Sadly, we were in Silverton last week and not a single ice cream shop had a 
non-dairy flavor. Outside of this horrific orange sorbet that didn't look in any way like it came from an orange. And that was a little bit disappointing, but most ice cream shops and certain chains will reliably have, right? So Ben and Jerry's now has non-dairy flavors and Haagen-Dazs has non-dairy flavors. And so you can still go out and enjoy a nice ice cream cone with sprinkles and whatever you want. Just try the non-dairy. Indeed. So remember, it's progress, not perfection. And good luck on your journey. This is Tracy and Eden signing off. Less meat means less disease. Go have a happy plant-based day.